Every time bus, we come into a stadium, here. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, Bussy. Oh I got that. God. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We're back in. It's a Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline that go fast. Energy drink text line. We have barely spoken about Tom Brady's retirement. He's the greatest quarterback and probably the greatest football player ever. I mean, people will say, oh, greatest football player ever. What about Lawrence Taylor? Okay, calm down, Ronnie Lott. Okay. But, uh... Tom looks like to be headed towards retirement. I thought he should come back and play one more year, make one more run at it. Um, they're seemingly kind of built for deep playoff runs here, and they just ran into a little bit of a Rams team that obviously has a little bit of uh, destiny at its side playing out here. Some Matt Stafford effect, some Sean McVay effect. I love that. The, uh, there's something to the Rams rolling the dice on themselves. I've talked about this before, like the history of sports of teams who like go all in and roll the dice on themselves. That's going from... 27 overall to 10 or 12 overall to draft Patrick Mahomes when you already have Alex Smith on your roster. That's what that is. Do you know what else that is, though? That's like uh, you got Peyton on your roster. Let's go. Uh, they take Brock. You could have found your way to Russell Wilson type of, you know. Um, but in this case, the Rams, who have done this now kind of for a second time, first time around, they, you know, um, should they trade up for Goff to get draft Goff? I'm not sure if they trade up for you I don't think they traded up. Um, and then uh, from the uh, all those dudes, the Damakon Sus to the Talibs to the Clay Matthews, they went all in, made a run at it, went to a Super Bowl, fell short. Though what happened, they realized that Jared Goff's kind of a scrub. Um, and they go get themselves Matt Stafford. Go all in on Matt Stafford again with the who they trade for, uh, Vaughn. Um, Odell. Odell beefed up. Uh, Beefcake drafted the running back very high acres. Um, and now they're back at it. So there's teams who sit around and wait. Oh, we're going to develop. We're, we, we have a lot of, of, of uh, draft picks we're looking forward to turning them into great players. We've got a lot. We're very flex we got a lot of flexibility. I don't want flexibility. I want to win. Okay. So the Rams went all in on themselves. I could appreciate that. When you do things like that, I think you're turning into team of destiny type of stuff. So Yeah, that we talk about it all the time, the football gods or you know, no the doubt sports about gods. It. It's true. You know, they they recognize what you're doing and you know, a lot of times they, they pay it back. I think so. I agree with that kind of stuff. Let's see what our guy on the hotline thinks. Fresh off the Royal Rumble. It's the one and it's the only, it's Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Jake and Ma High Sports and Mark Jackson and all you guys? You guys are the three amigos. Let's rock and roll the show. Let's not change this dial. Let's keep my high sports number one in the sports station worldwide and beat out the other station. And shout out to all the beautiful women, elite, and uh, shout out to Von Miller and the Rams. They're going to be the second team in the NFL playing in their home field. And shout out to Joe Burrows making a, a comeback from knee surgery or whatever he had. Great blessings to them in Cincinnati. It's going to be exciting Super Bowl. I'd like to see the Super Bowl sometime go all around the world. Uh, come to Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. For all the Bronco fans, have the Super Bowl here outside. That would be great for the fans and all that and the kids and the youth. And uh, what do you got to say, Danny? A Super Bowl here seems like um, something that once a new owner comes and you know kind of steps up here, our, 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 you know, Empowerment Field's still a great 
facility. It's, it's but yet it's very old. And I guess with like maybe some of the things in technology and stuff, some of the stuff they do these days, we could have like a really incredible stadium. But um, yeah, you know, I think probably when they build a new stadium in the next five or six years, something like that, we'll get a Super Bowl here. We'll be able to have a Super Bowl here, which a destination kind of city here. But you know, like the Steelers have never had a Super Bowl. There's you know, there's never been one in Lambeau Field, the iconic Lambeau Field. So you know, there's some places they just kind of have it. But also, I think Denver could provide an incredible 50 degree 55 degree Super Bowl weather you know and the city would be fit to host anything that's that'd be great man that's what that's what you that's what you need all in the United States to have everybody enjoy it and you know and uh, see what goes down on that but hey uh, Monday Night Raw is gonna be great Brockland is gonna get revenge and check out Ronda Rousey she's back She's the toughest tight woman in WWE history, and hopefully she'll get back in UFC. But check us out. God bless you. Here we go, Mike. I'm out. Let's go. So Ronda Rousey came down. Oh, my God. It's Ronda Rousey coming down. She came into the Royal Rumble, like, uh, and won. Ended up winning. So she hadn't been around, you know, for a couple of few years. She kind of didn't really like it all that much. She kind of was dogging the WWE. And uh, you have to have, like, charisma and personality and all that kind of stuff that Ronda just didn't really have. But do you know one thing I've been wrong on? Uh, a couple things. One, I thought Calvin Johnson eventually would come out of retirement. He's an old man now. He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Literally, he's in the Hall of Fame. So. But I thought Ronda Rousey would try to fight again. I thought she would try to fight again in the UFC. She's still, I think, the greatest female fighter ever. I don't know. I have to look at what Nunez has done. I'll give it to Nunez. Nunez. But she just lost her title, so. Yeah. Nunez, is it? Nunez? What do you think we should do about with a Z? What do you think we should do about it? Nunez? Diaz? Trying to find it. No, you're good. Sorry. It's been a while. It's been a while. What do you think we should do about it? Diaz? Diaz, is it? Diaz? With a Z. What do you think we should do about it? Diaz? He claps. What do you think we should do about it, Diaz? Uh, okay. Should we? What do you want to talk about, Jake? Brady? We uh, we still need to what talk are your a little bit Tell more me about, about Brady. It. What do you think? Um, you well, know why now? Why now? I mean, after 22 years, I think uh, now might be a better time than any. You know, he's he's. I mean, it's not like he's. He didn't make the playoffs this year. He had a good season, but you know he had a lot of injuries around him. So maybe he might want to run it back, but he never missed a game there in two years. No, I'm talking about around him. The the injuries. I know, but I'm just saying, like, why would he feel the need he has to retire? I don't. I don't know. He's been great. I mean, greatness. I mean, he's been great for his entire career, and maybe he's just ready to, you know, be a dad and you know, be a husband and you know, live the rest of his life in 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 luxury and retirement, but. You know, I thought now at this point I, you played this long and now you're going to retire. Right. You know, I personally thought he was going to finish out his contract that he signed with Tampa. Wait, I think he had one more year on his contract. Okay. Tom Brady Senior. He's like, this is a facade. <laughs> he doesn't know what's up. No, just an old buzzard. Um, unless it comes from Brady's mouth, I don't believe it. That's what Chris Harris said. Right. Does he ever play again? I don't think so. I think he's hanging him up for good. I think he should keep playing. I think he should play one more year. He can still play. He was great this year. He didn't, you know, that... 5,000 His last touchdown pass was that bomb over the top to Mike Evans. That's a big boy throw. Guys can't make that throw. College guys with... 
so-called big arms who can't make an incredible touch throw like that 50 yards down the field. Right? Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's just a, something he special to, about Brady. He should have so. kept playing. He should be playing. But who am I to tell a guy to keep playing? After 22 years? Oh, am I, are you sad about it? No. I kind of am. I mean, I haven't been alive to where Brady has not oh been in gosh. the league. Whoa. That is crazy. He's been, you're as old as Tom Brady's football career. Uh, actually, I'm one year older yeah. than his football career. So I was no I was way. just a mere infant when Brady came into the league. That's badass. That is badass. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Josh McDaniels to the Raiders? It's interesting. Um, you know, going back to Why the AFC now? West. Why them? Why not? The Colts I mean, job was a great job. I don't know if they wanted him. I don't know if they wanted Josh McDaniels with with everything that. Wait, wait, who, who, who? The Colts. Two years, he turned McDaniels turned the Colts down two years ago. Oh, you're talking about two years ago? Yes, okay, I thought you were yes. talking about this. No, 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 this no. Time yeah, around. no. They were, again. He left him at the altar. Oh yeah, I mean he he, he, they, took he that agreed. Job. He agreed. He definitely should have took that job in Indianapolis, but I think maybe redemption. I don't know. <laughs> Taking a, a franchise like the Raiders, the uh, the dysfunction around that that organization and maybe trying to you know reestablish some some culture with that team and and try to you know rebuild them and and finally get them on the right track i think that might be more of a an accomplishment to him i i have no idea but obviously you're going to take any head coaching job you you can get but he should have took the Colts job i'm with you there how could he not have taken the Colts job and now want to take the Raiders job? Just a little bit. You know, again, the owner, Colts owner, Jim Ursay Jr. is a little bit of a loose cannon. You know, wild thing. Kind of a crazy old owner dude who's like, is living off his dad's successes. Right. And I mean, the Raiders, it's, it's like that with their players and everybody else in the organization, it seems like. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't know how he'll do in, in you know, in not Oakland, in Vegas. I don't know either. Is he perfect to be the next Raiders coach? Bit of a slimer already, kind of this national reputation of dislike. Being the bad guy. guy. Duh. Duh. What do you think? I think uh, he's a good fit, I guess. I mean, with the with the way the Raiders vibe is. Yeah. It's kind of like a bad guy, bad team, the wow. super villain of the NFL. Okay. Let's go to break. Danny Williams and Jake Myers, Zach Seekers in as well. Want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. Catch up with some texts. And now would be a time if you want to call, chime in. It would be a good time to do it. It's my life sports. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah! <laughs> okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. 
Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. 10, 16 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Got Chuck Nasty on hold. We'll get him in a second. If you want to text us, you can do that as well. Uh, you worked with Les Shapiro every day for a little bit of time in your life. Tell me your thoughts on Les. Yeah, so, you know, back maybe three, four years ago, when I was first starting here at My Life Sports, around that time I was the television producer for the Afternoon Drive Show with Goodman and Shapiro. Um, and I, I worked with Les closely every single day. And, you know, he was not only, you know, a good mentor, but, um, you know, just a great person. Um, and, and back then he was dealing with his first bout against cancer. Um, and, you know, he still came in diligently every single day uh, as much as he could, um, despite, you know, having throat cancer, you know, and, and, you know, having some of his vocal cords a little bit uh, messed up. Mm-hmm. And, and he still came and did the radio show every single day uh, whenever he could, uh, when he wasn't doing treatments and all that. But wow, nonetheless, uh, he, he, it, he was still, you know, sharp and funny and it was great, but you know he he would always give me good constructive criticism without making me feel bad about myself when I would mess up. Um, but yeah, Les is a class act, and and like you said, and everybody has said over the past few days, the man is a legend in this town. He really is. Uh, okay, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about Les. Very sad for his family. Uh, tributes, I mean, like pouring in and thousands from the thousands. Um. Man, you know, he's uh, <laughs> he's the t- like less was like why there is Ron Burgundy a little bit like the polish and some of that luster on less. You know right. what I mean? That you kind of go out there, the presentation, uh, you know, th- is why there is like a Ron Burgundy. <laughs> if that, you know, I'm kind of a big deal. So that's it. And, um, very sorry for his family. OK, um. Let's get Chuck Nasty on the hotline. The legend. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Danny. Hey. Hey, I love Les Shapiro, man. He gave me a pair of tickets to go see The Who. Oh, that's badass. Badass. And I'll never forget I love the guy. Wow. So sorry. So sorry. Yeah. Hey, uh, that was great hearing Mark Jackson. Yeah, My old buddy, Mark Jackson. I haven't heard him in a while. We love Mark. We love Mark. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got the inside track on all the NFL inside information. Mm-hmm. And we need to talk to him more. You're right. Hey, uh, and and I I watched, uh, I watched that Bengals game. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of the Bengals. They've never won nothing. They, it's been 31 years since yeah. they won a playoff game. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm so glad for them. And, and, and it's just I like seeing them. No, get Brady out of there. Like like Jake said, he's been there his whole life. How how is that fun? When you win all the time, that's not fun. Yeah. And then then get those stinking cheeseheads out of here. Them stinking Cowboys. (laughs) Everybody thought it was going to be the Cowboys against Packers. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're wrong. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're talking about. Those teams are losers. But we're going to have fun this week, uh, next week, two weeks from now when they have the Super Bowl. Because uh, that's finally some teams that haven't been there like 
for the last 30 years. Yeah. You know? It's always the same. Packer, Patriot. That's boring. They took Tom Brady took the fun out of football. Yeah. So that's all I'll ever say about the guy. You take the fun out of football? Took the fun out of football. How is that fun? Every year it's the same people. That should be a it's new It's probably team pretty fun for, for Patriots fans. Well, I'm not a Patriots fan. Let me just okay, put it that okay. way. Did you see Peyton Manning on Saturday Night Live? No. Oh. Okay. I, uh, so I, I don't know what I was doing Saturday Night. No big night, deal. But, no big deal. Yeah, I figured. But I had uh, Peyton Manning. He, we like him. He's an okay guy. Yeah. He won two Super Bowls about 15 years apart. Mm-hmm. And so that's okay. Mm-hmm. But that that doesn't take the fun out of the boots every year, every year, over and over and then the Packers, they're just horning in on everything. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm just real excited about the, the Super Bowl. I, I haven't been excited about it since Philly. When Philly won, I really enjoyed that. And, it could, you know, knocking Tom Brady down. God, yeah. Damn the guy. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All anyway, right, Chuck. Well, that's good stuff. It's good to hear you. Hey, man, I had to call in today because it's a good day. And it's a very exciting day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Later, bro. And go Avalanche. Oh, I love them. Later. I love them. You guys take it easy. Bye. All right, bye. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Join the convo. What do you got? We got a text from our guy, F. Lewis. He says, think Josh McDaniels could have been a fit with Al Davis Raiders when they were the bad guys. guys. Duh. But now it's going to be a joke. Raiders aren't that team anymore. Wow. Um, you know, I mean, they might not say have that same bad guy pedigree that they had back then. You know, But um, they made the playoffs this year. And that was with an interim head coach. And a lot of drama going on in the in behind the scenes. Yeah. And that was without some of their top draft picks because of their stupidity. And with maybe a a good head coach, potentially, and Josh McDaniels, potentially, you know, an offensive genius. Who knows what he can do yeah. with with a, a team that made the playoffs last year and who knows what they can do next year with, with a new draft, a new draft class and a new free agency uh Period, they could be uh, they could be a lot better, even than they were last year, and they made and they made the playoffs. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Wow, think about that. After all these years, he's one of the greatest coordinators in NFL history. Obviously, that's proven. I mean, what his work is it, it's been masterful. Um, with all of the turnover, the players they've had or haven't had, the misses they've had through all the drafts, the Sony Michelles and the uh, and Niall. Can, what, what, why was his wrong name wrong? Nikhil. Nikhil Hen, Hen, Henry. Harry. Harry. Yeah. Um, these guys are busters. They're bozos. And Tom's always made it work with the Rache Caldwells and the James Whites of the world. And that goes to. Uh, Josh McDaniels getting the most out of whatever talent he's ever had. So, well, see that you could say the same thing about the Raiders. They yeah. keep missing and missing and missing on their draft picks, and he's not going to have Tom Brady to bail him out this time. Yeah, to think though that we're going to go up against uh, Josh McDaniels twice every year for the next couple of years until he's fired. I'm going to love this. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, he's a he's an enemy. Does that kind of revitalize the, the rivalry? Yeah, the, for sure. The Raiders oh, rivalry okay. a bit well, because more. Because I think. Well, I will around here because I think we're going to matter again after Aaron Rodgers is here, and then we're going to go torch these guys who have you know beat us 
on a couple occasions uh, last year, two years ago, blew us out in, in a really ugly fashion. No, this year, too, uh, put a beat down on us the first time around. Um, wow, Josh McDaniels to the Raiders just kind of still got to soak that one well, up and in a little bit. You know, going back to what you just said about, you know, the Broncos getting Aaron Rodgers, there was a statement that, that Rodgers put out, I think, over the weekend. He says all options are on the table, whether that be trade, staying with Green Bay, figuring it out, oh, gosh. Uh, or retirement. So are you even sure we want to get Aaron Rodgers over here if, you know, he plays only one season and decides to retire after that and you just trade everything for him? Um, you know, it's it's a risky move, but you're gonna have to bank on Rodgers playing at least two to three years. Uh, if you if you do make that, I trade. think it's a three year proposition. I think, and you can't look for it to be worth it. And a guy like when you do this with an elder quarterback like this, you can't look at it more than a two year or three year proposition. Not even like let's go get the. Uh, he's not gonna play till just because Tom played till 44, and he's not gonna give you. You know, Peyton was supposed to go be a five year experiment that we went for. Four and really after three he was gassed and even though we won our Super Bowl in his fourth year, so um, he'd be worth having, no matter what the cost, no matter what the stake, no matter what the you know even if it's for just one year. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because you're gonna make a run at a Super Bowl in one year. I mean, what's yeah. it's just the truth, man. So uh, what happens after that? I don't know, but it can't be any worse than what it's been. And the situation with with Rogers a, a little bit different, just because he didn't have to have his head stapled back on, um, you know, doing some crazy surgeries overseas. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to break. Come back. Got a couple segments left. We'll Nuggets. Talk about the Nuggets. A one thirty six one hundred blowout. Sheesh. Over the, the they're thirty one and twenty one are the Bucks. The Nuggets the are champs. like twenty seven and twenty one, something like that. Twenty eight and twenty one. Twenty and twenty one. I mean, that's not that's almost kind of the same thing. They're both the fifth. Those seed. are the world champs. So they're both the fifth seed. Yep. Interesting. Nuggets are surging right now. A surge. And I'm about it, man. I love it. Um, this gives Jamal Murray all of February to get his game tuned up, and we launch in March. We're back. Pepsi Center's on fire. Or, I mean, ball arena. Yeah, no doubt about it. Talking about the ass on the other side as well. 18 straight at home. 15-0-1 in January. Yeah. Undefeated. What, it's one of the most incredible streaks in NHL history now, what they're doing. When does it end? Never. I hope it never ends. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer, along with Zach Seeger's hanging out. Smiley Sports. Lost Animals. Nope. Forget it. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Zach Seeger's somewhere back there hanging out. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. A couple segments left inside of the show here. Those games yesterday, pretty hard to describe what happened to the Chiefs in the second half. The total, you know, um, like the power went out. And I think Patrick Mahomes, I swear something was wrong with him. Something happened to him. He got it. Must you like? I'm look, waiting for, like I said, them to come out and say, yeah, you got his, you know, bell rung or his, you know, uh, got a knee to the helmet and a 
pile one of the times he was brought down. He wasn't the same guy, and they just even the offense was just so got so stale. It was, but also. What I think happened is, and it's people think this is like a tremendous, incredible upset. It was a seven point or a seven and a half point, you know, dogs they were. It wasn't one of the greatest playoff upsets ever, but it was a great playoff upset ever. But I think as time passes, we will realize the Bengals, this is their coming out party. And when we look back, we're going to think, oh, yeah, the Bengals were their equal and kind of maybe even took over as, you know, the hot average 35 points per next season take over the league kind of team and they had just taken the AFC and the league right now this year by storm as everyone is underestimating them and waiting for them to kind of come up short so they don't have a bunch of big names on their defense they never really have you know what I mean even the years where they kind of were good but their offense does they got three good receivers they got an elite running back and they have the number one overall pick in Joe Burrow that's playing like um, a number one overall pick. You'd expect him to play. Um, he, they got everything, and an innovative young coach. This is their, I think, coming out party. They are showing out now and showing up here. And don't be surprised in the next couple of years when they might just be and look like these Chiefs. What do you think about that? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Like you said it right there, Zach Taylor as an innovative head coach has, they have so much talent around Joe Burrow on that offense. If they could sure up that offensive line in the offseason, they're going to be, you know, one of the, they already are a, a top team in the NFL. I mean, they're in the Super Bowl, but they're going to be even better once you solidify that offensive line. That's their own, the, to me, that's one of their only weaknesses. And, um, I can see them reigning dominance over the league for a while, yeah. especially with Joe Burrow only being in his second season. Jamar Chase as a rookie, you got a lot of young talent, um, so they're they're going to be on some some rookie deals still. Uh, that that's their benefit. But once Joe Burrow is up for for contract, it's it's going to be like a Mahomes type deal. He earned himself a Mahomes type deal. They don't just do that with there really in Cincinnati. They're like a mom and pop. They're like. You know, that's not really how they operate. But well, I don't think the Chiefs have ever done it. Project. How like special that. is Joe Burrow? Baby goat. You think? He's got an opportunity here, if he wins this Super Bowl, to become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Damn, just like that? Just like that. I think what you... I'm going to take from what you said, you're not wrong, but the hype that will be created if he was able to pull this off would be so high that if he just lives up to it, Goes to another couple Super Bowls, wins one more, wins two. Again, who who does that? You win one early, why wouldn't you win another one later? That's what we thought of Aaron Rodgers, though. Right, and we, we so. said the same thing about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and, Russell Wilson, too. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to It's hard to, to it. win Super Bowls. It sounds stupid. I've said it since 10 years. Winning championships is hard. Very hard. You know, I went to you during the break, and I saw a stat, you know, on, on Twitter and I, it said that if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he'll be the first quarterback um, in NFL history to not only win a Heisman, mm-hmm. win a national title game in college, and, and the Super Bowl. Bowl. I, I'm not 100% sure if that's completely accurate. I, was th- I can't think of another guy. I, I can't think of anybody else. I cannot think of another guy. But you know, there's been a, a couple of guys who have gotten two out of the three. Uh, did Joe Namath win the Heisman? I don't think so. 
but he played at Alabama during an era. I, did he even win a national championship? It's a Joe know. Namath. Uh, okay. And if he's able to pull that off. I want to kiss you. <laughs> if Burrow's able to pull that off and be one of the first, be the first player to ever do that, that, that puts him in the, he's already in the elite category, but that puts him in another stratosphere. He won a national championship. He won a Super Bowl and oh, oh. no Heisman. Or did he? Hold on. Played under Bear Bryant. Hold on. He led him to the national championship. He was uh, Brian called him the greatest athlete ever coached. He did not. <gasps> oh, he wait. finished. 11th in balloting. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's about as close. Joe Namath. That's all I got for you, Jake. In my brain. We we might be able to do some more digging, but I don't think I don't anybody think so. else nah, has. I mean, it's not too hard to really figure it out. I think you're right. I think you're right. That would be amazing. Right. I, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. Why wouldn't we? Wait, wait, wait. Who's the country rooting for? The Rams or the Bengals? This one's tough because I love M- Matty Staff. You know, I, I want Stafford to get a ring, but I also want Joe Burrow to get a ring. Um, the Rams, they got Von Miller. They got the stars. Yeah. Everybody loves. Um, but- did, did I, in fact, pick the Rams to go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season? Is that true or is that false? That is true. Okay. Have you heard my Kamara stuff? It's pretty good stuff. Thank you. Okay. Let's uh, talk about what happened with the 49ers and the Rams. Let's talk about Cooper Cup. If they win a Super Bowl, he had the greatest season a receiver's ever had in the history of football. Because when Randy Moss broke that record, they were I was they were 16 and 1. Remember that? Right. They lost that Super Bowl. And when the... I just... I think Jerry Rice has probably had two or three incredible seasons along the 49ers, multiple championships they won. But the unsung and probable, the story of Cooper Cup and then the coming of age when he comes and when you think, oh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, you're not sure who's which one's better than the other and then Cooper Cup does this with the real quarterback is pretty phenomenal it'd be if they win it the Rams win it it'd be the greatest season single season uh, receivers ever had ever and not his name I'm gonna do it you feel me though yeah he's right up there with Moss and and you know wins the Super Bowl that puts the cap on it if he just completely dominates the Super Bowl, which I expect. Oh, he can have seven catches and a touchdown, and we'll, and they and win, and we'll still call it that. 100%. His performance yesterday was up for the ages, and it was against a defense that's about as good as it gets. Right. There's no better defense left in the playoffs. Listen, you know it's coming. You knew it was coming. They got two guys. And the Higby gets about four game. Uh, Odell, Odell Beckham has just getting the groove into kind of getting really accl- fully acclimated into that offense. He balled out, too. Yeah, he had a, a great game. Wow. Okay, a Nuggets. Let's do on the other side. Let's set up a break here. Wow, what's so funny over there? We got a, a text from Noit. He says, Bangle all, bangles all day. F Stan Kroenke. Oof. Same mustache and little, little look he's got, too. It looks like, I don't know, like if Mr. Bean had a mustache or something. 
We actually got a, a couple more texts. Uh, Alo says, Tom Brady is the Babe Ruth of football. We're lucky we got to watch the That's GOAT. true. That's a great call. Because, like, the stuff he's done, you can't really believe. He's less than a god, but, but more, more than, than a man. man. You know? Exactly. You know, Babe Ruth comparison, 100%. I like that. And then we got F. Lewis. He says, Danny just introduced a new term into the football lexicon. Elder quarterback. Huh. I was going to say dynastic. <laughs> dynastic. Uh, nuggets last night. Let's talk about them on the other side. 303-831-1340. This was the full compliment, the real full buck in the, um, Milwaukee Bucks. This was not shorthanded without True Holiday or without Middleton or uh, without Giannis. They beat these guys' asses. Wax that ass. And uh, their full compliment. So we'll tell you how it happened, what it looked like. Jokic, uh, one board short of a triple dip again. This guy is so good. In just 28 minutes. This guy is so good. You can't... Um, man, he's so special, and he's ours. To think about it. You know what I mean? Wow. We thought, oh, man, Carmelo will never have a player as good as Carmelo in his jump shot. Jokic is twice the player Carmelo ever was. In the same jersey number. Oh, oh. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Seegers on the other side. It's my Light Sports. Just a minute. Back in final segment of a Monday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Find us 98.1 FM if you're about town here. Just watch us in the stream here. Check out podcasted versions of our previous works uh, at milehighsports.com. But you click the radio on demand tab and they'll get you like the show. You can go watch any of the previous shows. So, okay. Let's see here. I want to talk about the Nuggets last night for a little bit. They were great. How they've kind of gotten into a little bit of a groove here. We knew that. We kind of projected and, and, and called this after surviving a kind of a brutal road trip. Um, the West is shaking itself out. The Jazz, with a bunch of injuries, or I mean, they've just in a free fall themselves. Uh, the Clippers with Paul George out might not have enough time to find themselves back, uh, you know, to the top of the West. Um, I think the Nuggets will overtake and pass up um, the Mavericks by season's end. They've already passed them on the standings. Okay, and then uh, where's that leave the Nuggets right now? Uh, behind Memphis, behind Utah, who now they have a chance to catch if if they continue to slip and slide down the standings here. Um, it looks like the that Phoenix is the kind of the truth, and Golden State, uh, Golden State is n not playing as elite and dominant a ball as uh, I saw some stat that Steph has missed like ninety of his last hundred and fifty threes he's taken something hundred and forty threes he's just been missing everything. They're not quite the same. They're without Draymond for a little bit there, but they're still finding ways to win. But I don't think they're championship contenders. Really? Actually, what? I don't know. I'm not sure. They are. One of the top championship contenders eh, in my mind. Really? I mean, Steph and Clay are back together. I think they're missing something still. They need one more piece or a horse in the middle. Something. If Wiseman's able to get healthy. He's not going to be any contributor to them this season. Maybe not. But, yeah. So, again, the Nuggets are learning to have, like, they're adapting and they're learning to live without Michael Porter Potty Jr. 
and and Jamal Murray move they had had in quite some time. But with Jamal Murray comes back, I think the way the team kind of handled itself and they the one extra pass they know they need in that team ball, they know they need to win, which now they're it's they're fully is fully on display. Uh, Jamal Murray will fit right in. It's not like where everything's got to stop and start over again for a, your star. Jamal Murray will just fit right into the flow of the team in the game, and I think they won't not only skip a beat, but they'll be uh, stronger for it. Beat, 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 beat. Sorry. 100% I agree. The the addition of Jamal Murray is going to be seamless, and it'll be back to, you know, back to the old days when, when he was healthy. I think but, if he was healthy, it'd be like the number uh, 60 win, number one seed, type of 58 yes, win team. Yes, without absolutely. My, uh, without uh, Michael Porter Jr. Without him. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I really think what is attributing to this this run of success, not only, obviously, the MVP and in, in Joker, yeah. but the ascension of AG. Aaron Gordon has been playing phenomenal ball lately. Um, you know, he's still on the season is only averaging 14 points a game, but, you know, he's getting, you know, 24 points here, 28 points here. You know, um, he's having some great defensive games and he's throwing it down he's I'm, he's a fan favorite and you know i think it, aaron gordon has made the difference for this team with jamal murray and mpg mpj out mm-hmm. without aaron gordon this team is probably you know seven eight seed yeah okay i'm with you uh we got about five minutes left worth the show I'm looking to hit something tonight. Why don't you have a little peek for me? Uh, maybe some NHL. Oh, let's see here. Clippers at Pacers tonight. Grizzlies at Sixers. Pelicans at Cavaliers. What makes the Pelicans good is uh, they got they're shorthanded, but the uh, the, the Valchunas is tough. But the Cavs have three seven-footers in their lineup. Give me the Cavs to cover seven and a half tonight. Cavs are balling as of lately. They're great. I, I like that pick a lot. Yeah. Um, give me the Warriors minus 11, 11 at the Rockets. Maybe get right. Stays, uh, Steph's going to shake out of this shooting slump that he's in, I think, eventually. And uh, yeah, the Rockets are a mess. They they've got young players, and they're still developing. And Golden State's full of veterans who've been there before. And you know, maybe it's it's going to be a, a dominating night. And like you said, maybe Steph comes out of the slump not? tonight. How about CSU at Wyoming minus one? They lost this last week, right? This last weekend. Yeah. So uh, UNLV. So why don't they get right here at Wyoming? They roll. They roll? Yeah, CSU's damn good. Okay. They are good. They're really good. Okay. Zach, you got you up back there? Let me ask you real quick, Zach, about um, your thoughts on the McDaniels hire. You know, it, it's a swing for the fences, and I kind of like the swing for the fences at uh, a head coach because it's such an important position. Yeah. But you look at a Raiders team that overperformed in large part because of how immaculate the culture was under Basaccia and how much the players loved playing for him. That offense wasn't called maybe as well as McDaniels did, will do it. Did they hire a, well- a general manager yet? Or as part of the lure of Josh um, coming and choosing this job is that he's going to have a little bit of say in um, the hiring of the general manager there for personnel? 
Yeah, he's going to hire his buddy, which is also a concern because this is the guy who thought Tim Tebow in the first was a good idea yeah. and, and made other, I mean, <laughs> numerous other bad personnel decisions for the Broncos. Um, <laughs> I, I love the swing for the fences, but the Raiders were so culture-reliant last year, and the offense was fine. The offense wasn't an issue that needed fixing, like the offensive line does. But the yeah, offense I thought was the Raiders were kind of living a lie last year. You they know? were, but now now you're hoping McDaniel's fixes something that wasn't broken, and he is going to probably break the culture that you were relying on. Hmm. Interesting. I'm surprised they didn't stick with the dude who um, brought him to the playoffs there, and you know, withstood the turbulence. Well, Derek Carr was that advocating that season for him. was yeah. He he said we he's the right guy. So yeah. Maybe they messed up. Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. I like that a lot for us. Yeah. I like that for the Broncos quite a bit. Give you a little bit of extra incentive to pummel the Raiders. Um, You know, what's next is now I'm hoping that the Broncos are just totally working with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to try to figure this thing out. Um, I, I'm hoping that, uh, do you know what? Like, the cool thing is, like, if it was Dan Quinn or someone else, you're like, huh. He sent Aaron Rodgers the playbook and stuff like that. I mean, like Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, they don't have they, the playbook's probably in their head. It's just calling the play, right? Which uh, would help to the if Aaron Rodgers comes, the immediate success that they would have. Like it took Peyton. Remember, they were two and three the first year with Peyton. Two and three, kind of stumble out of the gate, and then after that, cruise control. Same thing with uh, Peyton. I'm seeing, uh, sorry, with uh, Tom Brady at the beginning of the season last year, they kind of stumbled out of the gate. And then everyone was like, they changed, started running Tom's, you know, New England offense. And he's thrown 10,000 passing yards and 80 touchdowns in two years. Imagine that. Remarkable. I'd try to get Tom to come play for the Broncos, to be honest with you. Maybe he just wants to change the scenery or something. I don't know. I'm like, really, honestly. What about Tom Brady? Owning the Broncos. Oh, that's a topic for another day. We'll save it. We got nothing left. Don't say anything more, Jake. Make him pay for it. I have my NHL picks. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, so I'm going to take the Florida Panthers minus one and a half over okay. Columbus Blue Jackets. Minus one and a half. What's that? Pay? One and a half. Uh, minus one twenty-two. Uh, they're they're big, fa- heavy favorites okay. over the Blue Jackets. So you're going to have to hey, take the gold minus jacket, one and a half. blue jacket. Who gives a sh- Just Keep going. Uh, also, there's only one other game that I really like. And that's the Maple Leafs over the Jersey Devils, minus one and a half as well. It's at a minus 142. So they're even bigger favorites than the Florida Panthers are. So parlay those together. You got a nice little paycheck. Okay. Uh, that's it. No Broncos Blitz podcast today. We're going to do one tomorrow and the rest of the week. We appreciate the interaction and the participation throughout the show. You guys are awesome. My brothers. Uh, Zach, always nice to have you as well. Thanks for chiming in, chipping in. Uh, Jake Myers, good job. We'll be back. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys tomorrow. Uh, Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. See my cut through the